Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. This morning, we are glad to be in the house of the Lord. Glad to have partaken of communion. Thank God for Elder Joanne Taylor. Thank God for our men's department. Thank God for you. Amen. 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 As we get ready to go into the month of October, this very special month, God has given me a message for us. Um, <laughs> when I got up this morning, I thought I had everything together, and uh, I found myself having to run in order to put some other things in order because the Holy Ghost was just speaking to me. And so I just want to say this to you. This morning, we're going to be talking about October Seminar. We're simply going to call it October Seminar. So good morning, Covenant Partners. Good morning, SoundCloud listeners. We want to give you a few minutes to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads together. Amen? As we get ready to go into the Word of the Lord. If you have the Bible on your phone, if you have the Bible on your iPad, you need those as well. Amen? If you have your Bible, we need you to have it open, amen, and a pen and a pad. So as we begin to talk about the October seminar, what the Lord was speaking in my heart this morning was is that we have learned how to pray against storms. And I mean, we've gotten really good at it. And so it dawned on me, the Lord just brought it to my attention. He says, you know that October is a month that is highly geared toward those that are devil worshipers. It is supposed to be their high month because it is the month that has been given to Halloween. Therefore, the Bible says that where there are two or three gathered together, Okay, it also says, let every word be established out of the mouth of two or three. Amen. And so the Lord began to explain something to me. He says the only reason it can have any effect is because they all get on one accord during this time. And so the Lord just brought it to my attention. He says, but what I want you all to do, he says, they, they, they know how to pray against a storm for Mobile, Alabama. He says, but what I want them to do is to take each day of this month and pray against the powers of darkness. Because there are no powers except for the power of God. And according to the scripture, God has given his body, his church, power. He says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy. So we're not giving this month to the devil. Oh, come on. You don't act like you're excited about that. You act like you want him to have it. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, we're not giving this month to the devil. So we're fixing to have an October seminar. And say, every day this week, we're going to decree and declare the word of God in our atmosphere 
against the enemy. So we're taking October back. going to take October back. So the first thing the Lord gave me was this. We're going to compose. Now you don't have this one, but you will have it by next Sunday. But what God gave me was he showed me how to put together the declarations that you've already been given and how we're going to use them. So the first thing that you would do, now this one you have, but it's been revised. And that's why we're going to give you another one. But you'll recognize it when we say it. So I'm going to ask you, if you could, just stand on your feet, and we're going to put these declarations in our atmosphere, and then we're going to give you some word and some scriptures to stand on. Amen? Amen. And this will not only work for taking back October. The Lord wants to show you, just like we can pray against uh, the weather, change the weather, stop the storms, there are a lot of things that we can change and stop, but we got to be uh, active in it. Amen? We can't be passive. We've got to become a body that's active in decreeing and declaring and believing it and meaning it. Amen? Amen. Against that enemy. So the first thing that the Lord showed me was he says the first thing that they need to do is you need to make sure you're saved. And we're going to talk about that this morning in the message in this October seminar. You need to make sure you're saved. So we did give you a prayer. It's called the Keys to Successful Living End of the Year Prayer. So it, it tells you how to present your body back to the Lord. Ask the Lord to refresh your mind with his word for the new year. Ask the Lord to help you lay aside every weight and every sin for the new year. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you look to Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of your faith for the new year. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you a new and fresh armor for the new year and to please remove the old armor of the old year. Ask for forgiveness for all past sins so you can enter into the new year with a fresh start. Ask the Lord to give you the empowerment to submit to his leading and guiding. Ask the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will do it for you. Now, before you engage against the enemy, you need to do this. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to make it real simple for us. Before we engage the enemy, we always, basically to sum this up, repent. You don't ever engage the enemy until you close all doors. Because it's no joke and he's nothing to play with. Amen. Hello. Amen. Oh, it's going to be real. Because I'm going to give it to you just like God gave it to me. The next thing you would do is there's a kingdom prayer that God had given me. Like I say, you have it, but it's been revised. So just repeat after me. Say, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind all powers of the devil. And whatever, and whatever rights, privileges, and authority that he has in and over the earth and in and over my life. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I release, I release, I release, I release all of God's kingdom powers, kingdom his powers, rights, privileges, and authorities, rights, and authorities in the earth. Over the, over the earth, in my life, in my and, life. Over my life. and over my life, in Jesus' name, in Jesus amen. amen. It's a healing coming up in here, said God. It's going to be healing. The next thing he told me to align was this. 
You always plead the blood. After you repent, you bind the devil, you loose the blood. So we're going to do the morning prayer this morning, and we just go over the evening prayer. And what this is, this is a morning prayer where you plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your life, over your children's lives, amen, and over everything that God has blessed you with, amen. You put it all under the blood. Amen. So just repeat after me. Father, Father I, come in the name of Jesus Christ I come in the name of Jesus Christ to plead his blood, plead his blood on my life, on my life and on all that belongs to me, and on all over which you have made me a steward. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ on the portals of my mind, my body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, my emotions, my will. I believe that I am protected by the blood of the Lamb which gives me access to the Holy of Holies. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ on my children, on my grandchildren, and their children, and their children, and on all those whom you have given me in this life. Lord, you have said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. Thank you for this blood that has cleansed me and my family from sin and sealed the new covenant of which I am a partaker. In Jesus' name, amen. And then, of course, there is the evening prayer. And it, you don't, I'm just going to simply go through it. And it just says, Father, as I lie down to sleep, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon my life, within me, around me, and between me and all evil and the author of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay? And then the next one is going to be, you may be seated in the presence of a holy God. This one simply says, and you can repeat after me, it says, I cover my mind and thoughts with the blood of Jesus Christ. I cover my doorpost and possessions with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I overcome the devil through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have boldness to enter into the presence of God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have redemption through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I am redeemed from the power of all evil. I rebuke all spirits of torment and fear because I have peace through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I receive the benefits of the new covenant through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he told me the next step would be to let the atmosphere know who we are. And that comes from the blessed believer. It says, I am God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. I am a partaker of God's divine nature. I have been given a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. I have the mind of Christ. I am a new creature in Christ. I am redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. I am blessed. I am smart. 
I am intelligent. I am creative. I am blessed. I am established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. I am established to the end. And the church say? Amen. And the church say? Amen. <clears throat> Before you engage in any warfare, hear me real good. Salvation is the basis for all warfare. I'm going to say that again. Salvation is the basis for all warfare. Do you remember me saying you can't look like the earth and command the earth? <clears throat> that simply means, listen at this, when we start going into sin, then we start looking like the earth. What does that mean? It means the earth is in a fallen state. So the more we dibble and dabble in sin, we begin to lower ourselves down to the standards of the devil. And then we think we're going to turn around and engage him in warfare? He's going to laugh us silly. He's going to laugh you silly. Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind the powers of darkness. He's just going to stand there. Nothing's going to flee. Because it's in a fallen state. So we have to live a what? A repented life. Oh, you're looking at me so crazy, with your faces all frown, but that's all right. It's not that hard. Amen. Just get out of sin. Amen. I'm in the wrong house today. My Lord. Get out of sin. Somewhere you got some doors open. So the devil running crazy. I'm going to preach it anyway because I'm going home in just a minute. Get my keys ready. I'm going to my house where it works. Salvation is the basis for warfare. The new birth, the new birth is a necessity. It's a necessity. You can't go out here trying to teach other people how to do warfare and they're not born again. They have not repented of their sins. They have not been baptized in Jesus' name. Hello, and then they're not living nothing. How many times have we preached it? You cannot take holy things and put them in uh, uh, sinful things. It won't work. You're going to bring a curse upon yourself. Salvation is the basis for warfare. The new birth is a necessity. A believer also needs the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Are you born again? Do you know beyond a doubt that you are saved? Believers must live holy lives that are submitted to the Holy Spirit. That's something you don't hear no more. And so people aren't living holy. What does holy mean? A long dress? No. A tight choking the men? No. Holiness means separated unto the Lord. It means I don't do, I don't deal in devilish things. I don't talk to the devil. I don't play with the devil. I don't hang out with the devil. I live a holy life. Oh, my God, help us all today. Help, help, help. So we're commanded to walk in the spirit. This will, will assure us of, con wait a minute, here it is. This will assure us of continual victory and breakthrough. For ourselves and others, we can revenge disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. 
What does that mean, revenge, disobedience? That simply means I can't tell you how to get right until I'm right. I believe that was in Elder Barkin's message. How in the world I'm going to pull the, the, the moat out your eye and I got a big old beam in mine. But we got people running around here trying to tell others what to do. We can print out all their sin and we can't see the sin in our lives. Yeah. Jesus cast out, thank you for that one amen. Jesus cast out devils through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was the source of his power and wisdom. Go to Matthew 12. Somebody say, I need the October seminar. Say, I got some devils I need to chase on out of my life. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're going to look at Matthew 12, 22. And it says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Notice what they're saying. Notice what they're saying. And so Jesus answered them in verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts. Woo! And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. What Jesus was saying was, if I'm using the devil to cast out the devil, I'm divided. Because I say I'm Christ, I'm the son of the living God, I have to be aligned with my father. I got to be aligned with the word of God. I can't be doing devilish stuff and working miracles at the same time. It ain't happening. Trying to help you get your prayers answered. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Help me, Lord. We're going in just a minute. So he says, your atmosphere is your kingdom. He says, where you live, where you work, what you drive, the stores you shop in, those are your atmospheres. Hello. And you should be able to take authority over the devil and bind him in Jesus' name and he get on out the way. Look at your neighbor and say, but we can't be looking like the earth. What did he tell him? He said, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to what? Desolation. So he says, okay, you're going to walk around here talking about you're a Christian, but you're living a sinful life on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You think don't nobody know it. But grandma used to say, whatever went in the, in the wash is coming out. Whatever you put in that machine, The rest is going to bring it on out. 
Uh-huh. So we live like the devil, and we say, well, see, I don't matter, but you do say, the pastor don't can't see me. pastor don't tell me what to do. No, I sure don't. But God see you too. And, oh, wait a minute, I heard the Holy Ghost speak, and the devil see you too. And the devil says to himself, how they going to tell me, Satan, the Lord rebuked thee. I cast you out in Jesus' name. And they living like the devil. Hatred in your heart. Malice in your heart. Even strife in your heart. Bigotedness in your heart. Pride in your heart. Oh, I came to preach. You don't hear this no more. And that's why our churches are full of demons. Running all over the church. And the people like it and have it so, like to have it so, because they live it like a devil themselves. So, Lord forbid that the pastor live anything, because we want to keep doing what we do in the dark. Hey, Elijah coming in the house. God say, Elijah is here. Yeah. God is ready for his body to rise up with power. Power in your home. Not just because you come to church on Sunday. Uh-uh, we come here to get the word. Anybody can be powerful in here. He said, but I want to see what you do out there, on your job, in your home, in your marriage, in your relationships with your friends, in your dealings with the world. Everybody shy. He coming in. What did Jesus say in the 26th verse? He says, and if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? You ought to ask yourself, how your kingdom going to stand? You come in here all sanctimonious on Sunday. And as soon as we walk out the door and get in the car, we throw that off. Because pastor can't see me no more. But you don't understand. God see you. Amen. We throw that off. You don't tell me what to do. She, don't, she just don't understand. Her life is this. You don't know my life. Amen. You don't know what I go through. Amen. You don't know the tears I cry. Amen. You don't know the devils I have to stand up against. Amen. You don't know the aches and pains I have. But I got sense enough to live for Jesus. Amen. I got sense enough to use the word and bind up that devil and look like Christ rather than the world. What did she, she just said? Stop judging. See, that's another form of judging, too. Yeah. Shine for me, Anna. Go on and shine. Shine for me. He said in the 27th verse, and if I, this is Jesus talking, and if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children then cast them out? Jesus said, okay, you calling me the devil, so how are your children casting them out? What kind of crystal are they using what kind of chanting are they doing because you don't bring them to church you, you make them thank you God yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so who, who, who they casting out the devils by but God said I got a word for you he said I got a word for you he says, okay, if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out, therefore? By whom do your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. 28 verse. 
But if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. So you can cast out devils by the spirit of God. You can, you can, you can bind the devil by the spirit of God. But the devil ain't going to cast out the devil. You playing a game. You playing a game. If you think you're going to live holy on Sunday and live like a hellion, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, drink all you want, smoke all you want, drug it up all you want, sex it up all you want to somebody that ain't your husband and ain't your wife. And you think the anointing is going to rest on your life? You think you're going to hate people on, Sunday, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they come in here talking about, I love you. I love you. Talking about a Halloween mask. No, you ain't got to go buy one. Yours in your pocketbook. Yours in your wallet. Because you pull it out on Sunday morning. The Lord told me, he said, I don't want you to wear no white Sunday. <laughs> he said, nah, uh-uh. He said, I got something for you to wear. Uh-huh. He said, don't even touch a white dress. Don't get no white shoes. He said, uh-uh. <laughs> Shine for me. It is also important to make sure your sins are forgiven when engaging the enemy. Did everybody hear that? Amen. It is important. It is important to make sure your sins are forgiven when engaging the enemy. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's in the Bible. Amen. Somebody say, repent. Go to 1 John. I'm going to preach it. I don't care what you're looking like. Look all you want. Talk about me all you want. I'm going to preach the word. And when you can't get that demon out your house and out your wallet and off your body. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I said, when you can't get that demon off your body, out your house, out your wallet, out your pocketbook, out your mind, out your heart, off your... One thing about it, I'm going to say it just as plain. I'm going to say this. When you can't get that devil off your children, now one thing about it, when they become of age, they, they can hear for themselves. So this is the way it works. Children that go for my children, your children, they children, them children. You don't want to listen. Guess what? I'm not the one like some of these others. I ain't running to come get you. And I ain't praying the devil away. Because the Bible says you're going to reap what you sow. I'm not the one. I ain't losing no sleep. Shine for me, Anna. Go on now. Go on. Go on. It's high tide up in here. It's high up in here. And you're not going to make me feel bad. 
Because God said he do what? He chasing those that he love. And I'm not going to stand in the way when God is chastising somebody. I'm going to let him beat the hell out you. I love you, but I'm not getting in God's way. Some things are a chastisement. Some things are a chastisement. And God don't even pull the belt out. What did he say in his word? He says, I step back and let the devil. You got my keys ready? Because baby out there, we know the way home. First John. I got news for you too. I'm not the type of pastor that run to your rescue. If you didn't know it. When God tell me, he said, no, I'm handling them. You stay out the way. Ain't going to be no prayer. Ain't going to be no intercession. Until I loose you. You know what I say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because God is still God, not us. We are not God. We are up under God. God is still the head. That makes us not the tail. But he's still the head. Oh, everybody looking at me like, oh, Lord, what's the matter? Ooh. What's the matter, Pastor? <laughs> I tell you what's the matter. God is sick and tired of you crying to Him. He wants you to get them demons out your house, out your mind, out your heart, out your life. He wants you to cast them out. And then if you come into the house of God where the pastor is, and the pastor, God put the power on the pastor as well to lay hands on you to cast out a devil. God is saying, stop going back into sin. Because then a worse thing comes upon you. You coming up. You coming up now. Thank you, Jesus. First John chapter 1, verse 9. First John chapter 1, verse 9. Somebody, let's read that together. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, stop right there. Stop thinking you so holy. I, I, don't, I don't know who she's talking to, because that's not me. Yeah, it's you. It's you, it's you, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. It's not my mama, not my sister, not my brother, oh Lord, but it's me. Amen. I say it's me. Amen. Yeah. If we confess our sins, come on, let's go on. He, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hold it right there. So that means if I confess and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, it, whatever sins I have committed, those I know about, those I don't know about, I'm asking you to please forgive me. You don't know when you did something wrong. I don't know when I did something wrong. So what do I do? I repent. Uh-oh, verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned, 
we make him a liar. And his word is not in us. All right, all you holy rollers, holier than thou. You holier than the Pope. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If that's the case, then when you going to clean out your house? When you going to clean out your mind? When you going to clean out your heart? Do you know God gives us power to bind the devil in regions? He gives us power to bind the devil off of Mobile, Alabama, San Antonio, Washington, D.C. Come on. Come on. We got to be able to flow with the Holy Ghost wherever he leads us in prayer, wherever he takes us in prayer, wherever he takes us in prayer. Somebody say, I got to start confessing. Say, I got to come clean. Look what it says. Do not. Do not engage the enemy with unconfessed sin in your life. I'm going to say it again. Do not engage the enemy with unconfessed sin in your life. There is power in the blood of Jesus. His blood cleanses us from all sin. Give no place to the devil. You must operate in righteousness. Don't stop giving place to the devil. Stop giving him place. Man, the sinners sure do look like they having fun. I sure wish I could go with them. Really? No, thank you. I don't want to go with the sinners. I don't dance with the devil. I don't talk to the devil. I don't play with the devil. I don't go out with the devil. Stop playing with the devil. Yeah. We are made righteous through faith. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We lay in a foundation. We lay in a foundation. Yeah, shine for me. It's my time now, Anna. Tell them it's my time. Huh? They done had their time. Tell them it's God's time up in here. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, rise up now. Rise up. Yes, Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Amen. Okay? It says... Wait, I want to go up a little bit. Go to verse 20. I like this. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. So you think ambassadors, you know what an ambassador does? They go and represent the, uh, another kingdom. They represent a kingdom. They, they represent the king in the kingdom. They represent what the kingdom stands for. So you mean to tell me you live in a dirty, low-down life, all in sin, sleeping around, having sex, and you ain't married. Coming where you at? All right, Elder Wanda, don't leave me now. You're supposed to be praying for me. Because I'm going to get in baby after a while. You got my keys, Courtney? Courtney got my keys. Elder was the third, and Chris and Madison got my back. I'm going home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're supposed to be representing in the earth. 
in this fallen world, in this dark world, amongst all these sinners, against, uh, amongst all these people who say there is no God. We're supposed to be representing the kingdom of God. We are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So as a Christian, where are all your sins? They're on Jesus. Where, where are all your sins? They're on Jesus. So if all my sins are on Jesus, why am I still living like a hellion? Because the devil not going to obey you. I said, he's not going to obey you. Because he said, you acting just like me. You acting like my folk. Mm. Oh, hurry up, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Many believers suffer from feelings of inferiority and low self-esteem because they do not understand righteousness. Righteousness gives us confidence Righteousness gives us boldness. Righteousness is the scepter of the kingdom. The righteous are bold as a lion. Go to Proverbs 28 and 1. Woo! That means when I come in the house of the Lord or when I'm outside the house of the Lord and the Lord tell me to lay hands or speak a word or give a word, guess what? Because of his righteousness upon my life, guess what? I'm bold as a lion. I don't bag down. Hello? I say I don't bag down. I'm not worried about anything jumping off on me because I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have on the robe of righteousness and I haven't taken it off. Uh-oh, uh, uh. Let me take off my Holy Ghost. Really? I don't think you better do that. You better keep your Holy Ghost on. You better keep your righteousness of God on. You better keep the blood of Jesus Christ on. You act like you finna fight like you was in high school, taking off your shoes, laying your purse down. Here, girl, hold my purse. Thank you. Amen. Amen. That is not how we do business. That is not how you do business. I am not fixing, I'm not going to embarrass myself like that. I think I heard Dr. Hancock say this one time, and it blessed my soul. She really said this years ago. Something was going on, and she came to me, and she told me, she said, you know what? I don't have time to play with these children. You remember telling me that? She said, I ain't going to call no name. She said, I don't have time to play with children. I am not a child. 
And I looked, I said, wow, I said, that's both. I said, I like that. I don't have time to play with children. So you can stand in the middle of the floor, middle of the store, middle of the street. You can cuss, holler, kick, and scream. I'm going to get in my car and go home. And when I get there, while I, when I step in the car, I'm going to start binding that demon that's using you. Wait, wait, wait. Don't mean I'm not afraid of you. Don't mean I'm afraid of you. Because I can get down with you like the best of you. But that ain't how a Christian acts. That's not how an ambassador for Christ acts. I'm going to take it to my altar. I'm going to bind that demon using you. Isn't that right, Elder Wanda? Didn't it get handled? Did you have to fight anybody? All right. Did you have to cuss anybody out? Where they at now? They gone. Prayer did it. Prayer did it. And they thought they were some rough sisters. Yeah. Yeah, the one that said, I want you to pray with me. I said, all right, I'm with you. I'm with you. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase 10,000. You don't have to belittle yourself like that. That's come so many people have lost their lives pulling out guns. Fighting people. No, no, no. Excuse me. You stay right there doing just I'll be back. I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm going to the altar where the real power is. Where the higher power is. All right, you don't believe nothing. But God will fight for his people. And he doesn't fight like we fight. God going to get you where he know where to get you. He know where to find them. See, we don't know where to find them. We think we do. Somebody said, you better get to the altar. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, this good word. Proverbs 28 and 1. It says, the wicked flee when no man pursue it. They always running, always looking for a fight, always want some action going on. Some bad, what they want is just noise. Uh-huh, they don't want nothing peaceful. That's all the wicked want. I always want to keep up a stir. Come on, y'all know what I'm saying. And I let them keep it up by themselves. I don't care about you talking about me. I don't care if you don't like me. Jesus takes care of me. You don't pay my bills. Hello. You better pray for me. Always looking for a commotion. Go to bed at night thinking about making up one. Get up the next morning looking for a fight. You're going to fight by yourself. And if you touch me, the hand of God going to knock you out. Somebody say, he said, touch not the anointed and do my prophets no harm. Said, because I'm in Christ, I'm anointed. Oh, oh, 
Hey! Hey! We, we live in an area where, because I don't see them everywhere, where them look guy codes, you know. So I'm always walking around, hey, Lord, I don't want them in here. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the Lord, he, he gave me some measures to take to, to kind of keep them, you know, where they get trapped. But once they get trapped, then you got to get the trap up. But one day this week or last week, they got in the house and I was mad. And I took that broom and beat the hell out of it. And I told that guy, because I, I don't know if Courtney heard me. I said, this is my house and you getting up out of here today. You came on the wrong day. Man, I took that broom, I was beating the hell out. I said, this is my house. I said, God gave me. I said, get out of here. Bam. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I told I was talking to it. I said, you came to the wrong house today. I said, you picked the wrong day. Somebody said, take the word. And beat that devil up. The word works. The word works. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. The word works. You want peace in your home? Go through your house and do those declarations. And bind that devil in Jesus' name. Loose the blood in your house and on your property. Loose the blood of Jesus on your car and on your life and living. Loose the blood on the store you shop in. Loose the blood on your wallet and your bank account. Yeah. I just told the Lord, I was sitting there, now this is no lie. I said, Lord, there are things that I really want to do. And I said, I'm coming to you. I said, I, I wasn't even really, I wasn't in a posture, you know, I wasn't on the floor laid out or anything. I was just sitting there and I was talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, there are some things I really want to do. I said, but I got to get some money. I said, I need some money. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I said, Lord, I'm coming to you. I'm trusting you to please help me. Please send me a financial blessing so I can do these things that I would like to do. And I said, I know it's not spiritual. I said, but your word says, delight thyself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. I said, Lord, I know it's not, because I talked to the Lord just like that. I said, I know it's not spiritual. I said, but it's just some little things that I just would like to do. So a couple of days went by. So finally the Holy Ghost spoke to me. He spoke. He says, I want you, now listen at this, and I know y'all going to laugh. He said, go in there and get that birthday box that you haven't been in in a while. And I said, huh? I said, I thought I had got everything out of there. The Lord said, go get it. So I'm digging through. This is just how I go. I'm digging through stuff, and so I pull it out. The Lord said, now go sit down in the office. And he said, every envelope that you see you haven't opened, he said, open that envelope. <sighs> I went through them envelopes and found a thousand dollars.
We're not talking about last year's birthday. If I told you the date, you'd probably faint. 2019. I went to shout. I got quiet. I said, well, Lord, I want Courtney hear me scream down. She don't know what's wrong with me. I went to shouting. I said, God, I can go in the morning and take this stuff over here and pay this person, take this over here and pay this person, take this over here and pay this person. I didn't have to rob nobody. I didn't have to beg nobody. I didn't have to come in here and overcharge the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? I didn't have to run no gimmick line. Because I really thought I had emptied all the envelopes out. But then this is what he did do when I got to Now, I didn't even know how much I had pulled out. But when I got to a certain stack, he said, stop. Put the rest back in there and leave it. Put it back deep, deep down in where you got it from and leave it alone. Man, you talking about somebody shouting. I got up that next morning. I ran over to that place where I needed to go. <clears throat> and I was just a smile. And when the lady told me how much it was, I said, oh, yes, I have it. I said, here you go. I got it. I got it. Don't tell me God won't do it. I said, don't tell me God won't do it. Don't tell me Jesus Christ won't make a way out of no way. Then he told me, he said, now go get you some lunch. I said, okay. I even called my daughter. I said, ooh. I said, Courtney, she didn't didn't know what had happened. I said, ooh, I'm finna go and I'm gonna get me a pumpkin spice from, what it, um, Starbucks. I I said, I'm going, I'm going to get me a pumpkin spice from Starbucks. I said, do you want anything? I said, then I'm going to get me some of them little pumpkin bread. And, and I sat up under a tree in my car. And I cried. And I gave God the glory. And I told him, thank you. Thank you. I have to go find, as y'all, which I, the old man, the devil is a lie. Look, thank you. What they call sugar daddies? Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian woman. I value the Christ on my life. I said I value the Christ on my life. And single women and single men, you ought to value the Christ on your life. Because it's important. What did King David say in the 51 Psalm? He says, Lord, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not the Holy Spirit from me. Cleanse me. Renew me. Because I don't want to lose your presence. In his presence is the fullness of joy. You single women just got to get that. And if you're looking for a mate, please wait on the one. Please wait on the one. Please wait on the one that God got for you. Stop trying to make your own self get a mate.
See? Wait a minute. I'm going to read this for, for you single women and single men. It is also important to make sure your sins are forgiven when engaging the enemy. Well, what is the enemy against you? You're single and you want a man. But you want Jesus to send you the right man. So that means you're going to have to spend some time in prayer. Men and women of God. Not just grabbing the first thing with dresses on and pants on. And if you're a strong woman in the Lord, humble down in their presence. That's not belittling God. Let them open the door. Let them be the man. That's how I did senior. He was the man, honey. Uh-uh. Well, I wasn't walking through the house screaming and hollering at him and the devil rebuke. Oh, that, uh-uh-uh. Wasn't no preaching up in there. It was cooking, cleaning. Marriage was going on. Y'all don't know how to do it. There you go with that fighting again. Kicking them shoes off. Putting your hair up in a... <laughs> what you laughing at, Minister Donald? Do you do that? Are you doing that? <laughs> no. I was, I'm strong in the pulpit. I'm strong at my altar. And then when my husband would go to work, I'm strong. That house was thinking it was rock and rolling. When he got home, it was quiet as a little mouse. Hi, honey. How was your day? You ready for your dinner? Let me puff up your pillow. Let me rub your feet. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah. But when he went to work, whew, look out house. So you got, if you're married, you got to know how to be the wife. Be the, you got you to you be strong in the Lord, a strong Christian woman, but be meek and mild with a husband. Because a man ain't going to take, men want to be men. i just going to tell you. They like to be the head. And they are the head. <clears throat> now, but God said, I make you a help meet. Okay. Whether they want to accept it or not, the woman is there to help them. Help them in what? Areas where they need the help. Areas where they're low at, we help them. Areas where we're low at, they help us. But you can't be overbearing with them because they like to be men. So you have to let them be men. You have to basically give the answer and then let them think they came up with the answer. And then say, baby, that was so wonderful. You did excellent. Look at my brother. My brother said, get out of here. Go home, sister. Go home telling these women. No, you got to let them be men. You can't be snapping your fingers and popping your neck and hollering at them and screaming. They have to be men. They're made up like that. That's the makeup. I could go further, but we won't go there. Dress like a woman. Look nice and cute. Smell good for them. If you're looking for a husband, first place you need to go looking is get on your knees. I say if you're looking for a husband or a mate, you need to get on your knees. If you're looking for a, a, a wife, 
make me up, men, get on your knees and ask the Lord. And guess what? Here's the real deal. I know what some of you are saying, but I don't pray. Pray till you get the breakthrough. You ain't got no breakthrough. Where yet? I haven't seen you bring him through the door. You act like you done did something. Oh, pastor, y'all know I pray. Well, where yet? <clears throat> where yet? I don't see him. So you evidently, you're not through praying. Somebody say, I got the breakthrough. I got to pray through. Say, I got to pray through as a single man and a single woman. And married people have to pray too. Don't let the devil just walk in there and take your marriage. Stop this foolishness. Divorce is not as easy as you think. It's horrifying. Stop letting the devil win. See, that's, that's an area you need to rise up in and let that devil know. What does it say? Give no place to the devil. Give no place to the devil. That means any open doors, any cracks. Shut them out. Shut them out. You can do it. You say you got the Holy Ghost. You say you got the Holy Ghost. That's what you told me. <laughs> Pastor, I got the Holy Ghost. Okay, then. Where the power? Oh, Lord. I could tell you some secrets, but anyway. It ain't always going to be easy. But what is it worth to you? See, I knew what my marriage was worth to me. Regardless, in spite of. All I had to hear, when God told me, it's mine, you better get out of my way. You better get out of my way. I didn't care how nobody was acting, what was going. Oh, no, no, no. God said, it's mine. And he done told you, it's yours. I'm going to help you out right now because you're sitting there talking about, is it mine? It's yours. Y'all married women have me. I'm finna go. Y'all have me laughing. It's yours. You wouldn't have been together this long. Give no place to the devil. Shut every door. Seal up every crack with the blood and the word. Let that devil know you can't have what God has given me. It's mine. The wicked flee. When no man pursue it, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Where your boldness at? Where your boldness at? Are you bold? Are you running, letting the devil run all over you? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? You finding the right mate, is it worth it? See, if you get the wrong mate and all hell come, you ain't going to have no power. I feel sorry for you. But if you get the mate God told you was yours and hell come, hell got to bag up. And some of you, God has already told me, the reason why you don't have a mate, you really don't want no mate. You just like talking about one, so that's what we do. We just talk about it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, do we have to do this again? You just like talking about a mate. You don't want one. Okay, fine. That's fine. There's no sin in that. 
But if you want a mate, whether you're a man and you're looking for a female or you're a woman looking for a male, you better pray. And you better wait on the Lord. Oh, Lord, help me. Help, Lord. What time is it? We got to go. We got to go. That's enough for today. That's enough for today. That <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I think you got the, the understanding with the first October seminar. So... You have the copies at the information booth. You can get them, put them in order. We will bring the one that's been revised on next Sunday. And we're going to go further into this seminar. But let me tell you what God wants us to do as a people. Just like we pray against storms and God turn them the other way, the Lord wants us to pray against these dem demons, demonic forces in the month of October. We're going to push that devil back. He's not taking over October. But again, I want to say, not only just October, he's not going to take over our life. He's not going to take our joy. He's not going to take our peace. He's not going to take our blessings. We gonna, you need to go ahead on and rise up and take the word and push that devil back. And I'm going to say something. If you're married, men need to be praying. Women need to be praying. Men, get your own copy. You need to be decreeing and declaring over your house, over your ground, just like your wife. Amen. You need your own paper. Amen? Amen? Give the Lord a hand, praise. <laughs>